a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. I'm glad, I'm glad you took the helm because I was watching the jazz game here. <laughs> I was just going to say. Oh, my gosh, what? we're back. <laughs> What's the uh, score? Which, uh, Give us an update. Uh, the jazz are up 20, over Denver, 27-18. So, uh, it's so today weird to with have playoff the, games like. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. In, in August. Uh, here today with uh, uh, our host uh, sitting in for Lee Lonsbury, the Amy Donaldson, uh, a, sp- a sports writer and all-around writer for the Deseret well, News. Well, not I'm anymore Scott technically, Allen. but we are going to talk sports this this segment. This segment, we yeah, are. We're going to talk it, high school sports. It was so appropriate to have you give us a quick update on the Jazz. Even though it's out of season, it's still fun to watch them. And I don't know if you saw Damian Lindard last night shoot that shot. Uh, Amy from <laughs> just past the middle. Yeah. It was 36 feet. You know, it. I actually had the privilege of covering uh, Damian Lillard when he was at Weber State. Tell me about him. Um, so I went up. I was. Uh, we didn't normally cover the games on a regular basis, so it was usually you know a pivotal conference game. Or um, we do. We did better for a while there, but again, like most news organizations, strapped for people and cash. So. Um, anyway, they sent me up there, and um, a bunch of NBA scouts were up there watching him. Oh, really? And so, actually, that was the thing that was – it was really – I mean, he was obviously, you know, so much better than the – you could see. Like, I'm not a scout. I don't pretend to be a scout or even a right. coach. But I did play basketball. But I was stunned at how much um, how much better a player and just more athletic and just – he just in every way, physically uh, – mentally and um in talking to the scouts like they could tell you like what they look for and um it was really fascinating to look at how they analyze a player um so two questions for you amy Mm -hmm. yeah first question is did you well you didn't see his interview last night but Mm -hmm. he made reference to working out every single day and dedication never taking his eye off it second question how did we mess up and not get him with the jazz oh he was drafted before the jazz were able to pick Oh, okay. Yes, so, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I think they might have chosen him. I don't know. I mean, I'm not in the jazz universe. I mean, I'm in the, not in their inner circle. Right. But I, I, I'm like you. I couldn't imagine. But no, they, he was chosen before the jazz had a chance to pick. But, um, but you know, I'm pretty happy with our guy with, with oh, Donovan yeah. Mitchell and oh, uh, yeah. Rudy Gobert. Uh, oh yeah. They're playing well right now, so they're they're the score is now twenty seven twenty three. So I'm getting nervous. <laughs> I'll try not to keep watching the TV, but Could let's you? look. Let's let's talk high school sports. So yeah. everybody's asked me this: How can we be playing high school sports when some schools are completely online, and other schools like you see colleges shutting down? The Pac twelve, the Big Ten, they all shut down and didn't, they're not going to play sports until after the first of the year. And I will say this: As I was a kid who. If it weren't for sports, I probably wouldn't have graduated high school. Um, high school sports are more than uh, this 
extra thing you do. For some kids, it is our friend group, it is our confidence, it's our mental health. Sometimes it's your safe place from a bad home situation. Sometimes it's the only place you get a positive role model or you get taught about nutrition or you get t- in, they instill in you the value of an education. Um, there's a lot of reasons to be – the goal of the Utah High School Activities Association isn't to get a bunch of kids scholarships or – you know, to see who who can win championships. The, the Their stated mission is to offer as many opportunities as possible for as many ch- uh, school children as possible. And, and right now I think that's above 90,000 right now. You know, Amy, you bring up a really good uh, 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 conversation about this. And let's invite everyone to weigh in on the conversation through the Utah Community Credit Union text line and text your comments to 57500. I want to hear from you parents who have athletes out there. Uh, I played football at Skyline High, and I was thinking the other day when I was down there just jogging, and I thought if I had a son or daughter that wanted to play and get back in sports now, would I do it? Yeah. And, Amy, if your son or daughter mm-hmm. said, Mom, I want to go uh, you know, play lacrosse or I want to play whatever sports is in this season, would mm-hmm. you let them do it now? Yes, I would. You would? I think you have to try it. So, so here's the thing that I've, I've watched the UHSA discuss this and, um, and, uh, and come up with guidelines that match the green, the yellow, the orange, the red. So they've had – I mean, obviously the red is no, no sports, but, um, you know, they – They've come up with ways for to, to, to give this our best shot. You have to remember, too, like we talked earlier, there is a difference between rural Utah and urban Utah. And rural counties have not had any um, or very point. few cases. Yep. And why can't those kids have that experience? Yeah. And, and, you know, you're young once. I, I hate – the thing I hate about COVID is it's stealing moments from us. You don't get enough of those with the people that you love. You don't get enough with your grandparents. You don't get enough with your right. parents or your cousins or anybody else. People's weddings, uh, it has broken my heart to see how people have, and, and also made me feel really amazingly proud and uh, and hopeful how people have, you know, had to figure out and navigate this pandemic. But the one thing I've been talking to kids who wanted to play spring sports, who were counting on it, maybe it was a scholarship opportunity, but maybe it was the only thing positive they had in their life. Yeah. And that, and, and, and to see kids struggling with confidence they were my only friends and now i can't go out with my i can't do anything with my friends it's a safe place and you have these coaches are more than x's and o's they're conveying more than strategy and teaching them a pick and roll which by the way i just saw an amazing one but um (laughs) i love it you know they're they're basically they're they're teaching them how to be hardworking and disciplined Yeah, and, and I want to just weigh in on that. My coach, Coach uh, Ken Schmidt uh, and Ron Hahn, mm-hmm. they were the biggest motivators in my life. I mean, it, you know, I yeah. was uh, w- way obese, and football changed my whole life, and it gave me motivation. It gave me the courage to do things that I didn't think I could ever do. But on the other side of it, Amy, I think about my grandkids, and I think, is it really worth it if there was one outbreak and it wiped out a whole team? You know, yeah. I, and maybe I'm being too much of a helicopter grandparent. I don't know. No, but I mean, I feel that way about letting my kid go on a road trip. My kid was in yeah. the high school band yeah. and she got on a bus. And I thought if something happens to that, I mean, I've covered those accidents. Yeah. I've written about parents who've yeah. lost their kids in those ways. I've covered, uh, you know, elite athletes, Olympians who are killed in training accidents. You know, there's there's no guarantees. And I understand. But 
I think the kids have a lot to play for. They're very motivated. They're wearing masks on the sideline. They have yeah, really specific yeah. – uh, these principals are doing – and coaches are doing everything they can. We're up against the break. But I just want to say, like, it's not dumb to want this for our kids and to try it. If it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But I, I think this is one of those situations where you have to try or you will regret it. Amy Donaldson, great sports writer, great insight. And uh, to everyone out there, take us wherever you go. Listen live and on demand. Download the KSL News Radio app powered by Any House Services. And you can hear the Scott and Amy show. Or Amy and Scott. I like it better, Amy and Scott show. Me too. There kidding. you go. <laughs> we'll be right back. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.